Greetings, Mind Crafters, and welcome to another Minecraft discussion today. And as you know, Minecraft is all about becoming the boss of the, of the brain. Thoughts come first, feelings second, actions or behaviors last. This is what we're all about. Okay then, my name is Kimberly Quinn, and we are going to have a delightful conversation today on doing our best to look past someone's behavior. And though, of course, I certainly hope you don't hang up on me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you for having that thought crossing your mind because it can be really tough, really, really tough when we deal with, you know, you know, pettiness and just and on a higher level, ignorance and just all kinds of snark and stuff we get, you know, out there in the world. And it's just it's, it, it can be really helpful and definitely for and, and uh, as a parent it can be super helpful to learn to separate the person from the behavior. And when they're little, you know, obviously little kids are people. We're not saying that. I'm just changing my words. Separating, you know, the child from the behavior because there's reasons There's reasons they do things and, um, and they have to have consequences to redirect them to a better place and all of that. And it, though once we're talking about it, when we're talking about adults out in the world, you know, it isn't our job to educate them and redirect them as it is when we're parents of a child though it what it what i have found for me to be very helpful is when somebody presents the pettiness or the snark or whatever again we're not talking about giving people passes we're talking about taking seizing our own control and our own autonomy so that we can handle said situation the best way possible because here's the thing when again no no passes that we're talking about we're talking about realizing that when people are are whole and complete happy whole and complete right? They don't generally have a tend, you know, have a, have a desire in the world to be snarky or petty and certainly not to harm anybody. And on the spectrum of harm, most things are on a spectrum, right? So there's like severe damage on, on the one. And, and then there's just that petty crap that happens all day long, you know, like within families and at work and just out in the world with randos in the grocery store or whatever. Those people are, are rolling a feedback loop of, of unhealthy thinking in their heads, which is leading to Un, you know, negative emotion, which is then leading to negative actions. And that is how it works. So once you're sort of on the Minecraft track and you get that, it can become a whole lot easier to dismiss most of it. I'm going to say most of it. And some of it, you know, obviously the spectrum thing, it doesn't mean to let people walk on us. We're absolutely not saying that. Some of us, it, it might just like the more moderate middle area where some, you know, needs to needs to be a conversation because it was like an overt treading upon or something like that. And, and still then it, when we can separate the person from the behavior, having become a, you know, being in this place of empathy, though, not giving them a pass, we can at least have way more clarity with the conversation we have with them when we are strong and in our frame, authentically confident and setting, you know, appropriate uh, boundaries. We have the clarity for that when we can separate person from the, the from the, from the problem and then step two this makes this easier too to separate our own emotion from the problem which can be super tough and i know from from you know being one on the fast mind club uh, for those of you who don't know that's the misnomer of adhd transferred into something way more positive that we have a tendency to think with our emotions and that why that I'm, I'm a work in progress with that because most of the time it doesn't go well so when we can separate the person from the problem, dip out, head to a restroom, lock yourself in a stall, no one's going to bother you in there. If they do, that's really, really weird. And really just take a minute to just think, okay, 
we, I don't know what's going on in their life. I don't know if they're just having a bad day. I don't know if they just got some horrible news. They might just find out they were type 2 diabetic. They might find out worse news than that. They might be, you know, have all kinds of fear-based feedback loops going on in their head. Even though nothing's happening in this minute, they're walking around having a series of mild panic attacks that no one else can maybe see, but they're suffering. They're not even emotionally available because they're wrapped up in their, in their, you know, unhealthy thought patterns. Who knows? Who knows? But when we can separate this, we put ourselves in a better place. This is the main point. We put in ourselves in a better place to handle it. It's similar to a similar, but we're doing more here. So when we're talking about, um, I did an episode not that, that long ago, I forget when it was, about working hard at staying in the eye of the storm. So this is kind of similar to that because when we can have the filter, you know, the, you know, sort of filter through person from problem, this helps us to stay in the eye of the storm, which helps us remain calm in the center of all the chaos and to not get swept up in it. And of course, you all know what big fans of mindfulness I am because especially, you know, me dealing with my ADHD, prefer to call it Fast Mind Club. My biggest number one one symptom, if you want to call it that, or number one thing to deal with is my impulsivity, which also is emotionally, right? So it, it's easy to trip the cord and practicing, and we get, those of us in the Fast Mind Club can really get stuck in that. And let me just tell you how much mindfulness can really has helped me. And for those of you who don't know, mindfulness, before you hang up on me or, or go ahead, but you'll miss out because this is good. Mindfulness is not meditation. Like you hear it sometimes as mindfulness meditation, um, but it isn't. It's about being present, just being in the moment. So I'll just tell you what I do in relation to what we're talking about, which is not being so reactive and taking things so personally. And mindfulness, which I've done for years now, in my day, I'm not talking about sitting down with palms up in a lotus position, which wouldn't be good for my knee anyway. You know, skiing, running, cooking in the shower and the wonderfully hot baths I take at night really just being present. I do a lot of breathing uh, other than for the obvious reason, because when we practice this, even a few minutes a day, it really helps not to react to the negative Nellies and the, and the, and the uh, snarky Sams. I'm just saying, and we, we become more responsive, right? There's a difference between being reactive and being responsive. One is quick knee jerk reaction, which is what we do when we're just, you know, thinking with our feelings, which I'm very good at. And since since, uh, you know, years and years ago, thankfully have learned to, to not do, not jump right into that. Uh, usually cause it usually doesn't go well. Right. And as they say, especially if you have a little alcohol in, in you, loose lips sink ships, as they say. And, you know, with, with my, you know, impulsiveness, I was good at that for years, you know, completely sober. And, uh, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm not unkind though. So I don't want to paint the wrong picture. Typically you just jump to conclusions and things like that. That's more the deal, but either way, Mindful, mindfulness um, really helps us to shift out of reactivity into responsivity. Where again, duck into a bathroom, duck anywhere, even a minute. One, be- one minute is better than no minutes because whatever was just said to us or done to us or whatever, we can at least take a step back and even a sh- in a short little bit of time, whatever you respond, whatever you say is going to be better than if you did not take a break from it. And so... The other, so to help us sort of separate the person from the problem, because when we don't take a step back, the person and the problem are just entangled. We take things personally, we get stuck in the emotion and it doesn't, doesn't generally doesn't go anywhere good. So again, we're not talking about giving a pass. We're talking about seizing our power back. 
We want to seize our power back and live in our own frame, basking in authenticity. And and just like anything else, whatever we practice, we inevitably get better at. So we can get better at stepping, taking a step back and taking the high road. And it's a much more peaceful existence. Let me just tell you, I've gotten much, much better at it at a fabulous 58 than I, I was certainly ever, you know, back in my 20s or anything like that. It takes practicing. And the other thing, which I think I mentioned earlier, when we do this, the next step, the first step is to step away from the danger of reacting. And I'm saying danger because it's not, not only is it not good for the person who gets whatever we say, it's not good for us. It takes a piece out of us when we're not our best selves and we say something that later we wish we had. And so it's about, it's about us and, and giving ourselves that sort of um, the gift of step, stepping out of that and, and the gift of basking in our own authenticity. So the next thing, next step is to um, just be quietly effective. So this person, let's just say it's work because it makes it easier, you know, I think, or maybe you've got a snark, snarky one in your family. The reason it's a little easier is we, don't, we can't always step out of situations with, with our family as easy, as easily. But, but let's say a snarky, you know, manipulative person at work who's, who's really quite an issue for you. The best way to handle that person is not to dig in with your claws, which is what we want to do. Because we're not saying it's not legit. It's totally legit. They're saying things. They're doing things. Maybe they're trying to, to be in the best graces of the boss with by doing and saying things and kissing up and kissing, you know, what to get up there and all that. What what we really want to do is dig in, which, again, is shenpa, right? That's that. That's that. Sanskrit word that has us wanting to just react with that error feeling we have rather than doing that deep breaths. I do it. I do a drop in several times a day, just deep breaths. I do it with the four, four, eight breathing. We'll get to that in a second, three deep breaths of four, four, eight breathing. And it makes a difference pretty immediately. That'd be an oxymoron immediately. And this way we are more apt to, we are more apt to be in a place where we're able to be quietly effective. So this means we can smile and nod and listen, but we're not reacting and not, we're not agreeing. We're not buying, we're not buying any of their bullshit either. And it's not being fake. It's being very authentic because you're taking the high road. Now the key here is it's not being quietly effective. If you're nodding and smiling with sarcasm and that energy that people can feel that it's inauthentic because that's just reducing your behavior to their behavior. And that's not what we want. The whole thing with quietly effective is when we step out of that, step out of that, their, their chaos and whatever it is, their behavior is, you know, kind of like a river move keeps moving in front of us. We're on the, we're on the land. Just watch, watch it bounce around the rocks, watch all the chaos, watch the, all the whiteheads, the rapids. And we're on solid ground being like, Oh, have a nice ride. You know, it's, it's just such, it's such the way to go. I'm telling you. And not only is this, not only is this better for us spiritually, but it also lets air out of the bloom in, in the room because when we don't react, especially bullies, and bullies, we tend to think of fifth, fifth grade playground, but really the fifth grade bullies just grow up and be bully adults usually, and this to get some treatment for themselves. But, and it just looks different, but bullies are sharp and cunning. They do whatever they're doing when people aren't looking. It's not different than the fifth grade playground, only they're at, you know, Morgan and Stanley or whatever, or IBM and just doing the same old dang thing. And so when we, when we are quietly effective, we separate the person from the problem. We not only understand that this person is broken. I mean, we're all broken in some ways, right? This person is overtly broken because they're 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 engaging in behavior that expresses their brokenness because hurt people want to hurt people. Or maybe not want to hurt people underneath it all, under or deeply underneath it all. But in the in that ego place where they are in, where they're injured, 
they do want to hurt people, hurt people, hurt people in that context. And so when we don't react, not only is it better for us because it feels great spiritually to take the high road, not in an ego way of I'm better than you, just I have an awareness and I'm in alignment with myself and my high, my, my high vibe self and, you know, the, and the divine connection within me. And I can, and un, unfortunately you appear to be pinched off from that right now, but I'm going to stay in alignment and stay in my frame of authenticity and go forward. And again, when we practice something, we inevitably get better at it. So learning to separate the person from behavior helps us be better, better partners, better parents, better colleagues, better everything. And people, you'll end up getting this, you'll end up just sort of shifting to this, well, your high vibe inner being, definitely. And you won't have to say a word because you'll walk in the room and you'll just kind of attract, you have this charisma. You get good at this, you just, because you're just sort of oozing this, this sort of, you know, wisdom and calmness and you'll, and you'll end up, people will probably unknowingly try to model after you because you're kind of mentoring where they want to be because it isn't fun being broken and hurting people and self-sabotaging and disconnecting and pinching, being pinched off from, from all this, that that's good. It's but they don't, they're not even seeing that because they're not in the eye of the storm. They're in the storm. So, so they end up looking up to you and it, it just has a really great ending. It's a great thing to practice, which is separating the person from the problem again, and then being, being quietly effective. And that's really it. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from Northern Vermont. Have a mindful day.